Hello and welcome to week 14, the final countdown of the SSFL. I'm here with all the regulars back again after one sad kitchen podcast with my parents. Uh, let's start with Kevin. Big Canucks changes. Are we going to get a breakdown in the uh, after show? Or is that for the or if you want it. Is that, an, is that an insinuation that the people listening don't want to hear it? Because, uh, yes, I'll tell you later. Okay, good. Tony, how's it going? Uh, it's going great. Yeah, not going to lie. Yeah, i uh kind of sad about the result last week, but we can get into that. Uh, Eric, how's it going? Great, on a winning streak. Feeling good about it. <laughs> broke, you mean you broke the curse? Broke the curse. Cool. Just needed just needed a nice matchup with Dion. Yeah, Dion he was... Called uh, it. He called it. He was it. fully, like, he knew he was going to lose. It's also hilarious that... Uh, I finished in like, you know, top five in the league in points for a number of times during my losing streak. And I finally won when I finished 12th in points for on the week. So, so it all evens out then. So you don't have an excuse. That's what you're saying. Exactly. It's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was a sad week for me last week. I was playing Tony. I was feeling great about it. And then both of my running backs exploded. Kenyon Drake broke his ankle. And Daryl oh, Henderson shame. has like just, they won't say what's wrong with him, but he is like clearly broken. For the record, Dare Hunterson didn't explode last week because he didn't see the field. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's an explosion. It was an off-the-field explosion, but it was not the kind of explosion I needed. After a real lack of explosion from Elliot, too, heard uh, heard lots of news of a big load from Elliot, and um, still waiting. Gotta go to Cabo. <laughs> you know, I just couldn't resist. I, I knew that it probably wasn't going to he wasn't probably going to have a big game, um, but the quote was just too good not to lean into from Jerry Jones. And so the the chance that he does explode on Thursday night just made it worth it, you know, risk reward. Yeah, it's got, it's got high content equity either way, right? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, um, I think we should just dive right in. This is a big week. It's rivalry week. Everyone's playing someone that they ostensibly care about and uh it's the last week to sneak into playoffs i think uh we should just throw it over to eric and um tell me what's happening because i'm too dumb to do the bracketology all right so uh somewhat less spicy than you would want um five of the six playoff teams have already been decided uh as in anthony harsh justin james and brandon have all clinched playoff spots at this point uh there's only one one additional playoff spot, which is the you know second seed in the spicy division, yet to be decided. Uh, that one's the most interesting, so I'm going to leave that for last. Um, so starting in Division Two, also known as the other spicy division. Um, I feel like we could Anthony, take that off. I didn't change that. It was getting spicy for a few weeks. I'm not going to say I didn't change it, but <laughs> I might have changed it. Well, it wasn't Jay, and those are the only three commissioners. <laughs> it's true. First place in the other spicy division still comes down to this weekend. If Anthony wins, he locks up first place and the bye. If Anthony loses and Harsh wins, because Harsh beat Anthony a couple of weeks ago, Harsh would get first place and the bye. Uh, Anthony's playing Kevin, Harsh playing Kyle. Odds are you would suggest that suspect that both of them will win, but you could also say that maybe Harsh is... Why would you say that, Eric? Uh, <laughs> Harsh's matchup is a little easier, so you know it's not. It's definitely it's more than a little easier. Is Kyle yeah, Kyle might not set a lineup. <laughs> I have been texting Kyle, reminding him <laughs> to start a full lineup. 
He's, okay. I mean, he's got, uh, he's got, I mean, I don't know what's going on with Delvin Cook tonight. Would love a, uh, oh, sh- he's expected to play. Well, that's a shame. It's I was like really hoping for an explosion. Yeah, I know. So Sorry. maybe he, I don't know. I, I was just hoping for a big game from Alex Madison tonight. That's all. I want to, I want to mm. put a pin in that starting lineup stuff. Cause I feel like that we should add that to our off-season discussion, but I'm also curious what y'all think about it, because we had a couple kind of off-season eyebrow, or uh, not player started eyebrow raises in the last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Let's come back to that. Yep. Um, anyway, yeah, I'll be honest, like, I'm a little disappointed I haven't locked up a bye by now, with the year that I've had, and just the, the vision that I'm in, um, and that Harsh gets to play Kyle. It's a little bit shitty, but at the same time, I get to play Kevin, and Kevin's team is is um limping into week 14 here to put it mildly yeah there is you know kevin's been doing the little tiniest violin motion which is great podcast content but um (laughs) i'll just reiterate that yeah i don't don't feel too bad for you particularly it would be yourself with your fucking tone and your attitude this season you know that (laughs) you have no one to blame but yourself for pissing off the fantasy gods I don't believe in fantasy gods. Oh, don't say that. That's how you lose to Shar in the first round. <laughs> That's a first round exit if I ever heard one. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. All right. So, okay, getting back on track here. Uh, it gets a little bit more interesting below the two seed in that division because of the fact that we did uh, divisional positioning is by win loss, or sorry, is by head to head. And then wildcard positioning is by points four. Stupid, so, but keep going. Save it for the offseason. Um, hold on. So you said that the only thing left to know is the second place in the spicy division. Does that mean there's guaranteed no wild cards from that division? That's correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, does that um, also mean I know you're gonna break this down. Does that also mean Kenny can't make playoffs? I think we should keep correct. asking you questions that you're gonna answer if we let you talk. Yes, that would be okay. excellent. Does Kyle still have a chance? <laughs> no. Okay, sorry, go ahead. I was just making sure I understood this situation properly. Okay, so to, th- to do the Kenny thing, he's a game back of James, which means that technically he could win and James could lose, but because it's points four, uh, he's 160 oh. points behind James yep. right now. So I the chances you. of him doing that is zero. Yeah. Like it's just, it's yeah. impossible. Yeah, that's James would have to have every single player on his team get injured on the first play and Kenny would have to set an almost record. So yeah. it's, it's not happening. I'm sorry, Kenny. He was pretty hurt about it at the, uh, at the reunion. He was talking to me about how he thinks he's going to have like the best record ever to not make the playoffs. I think he probably needs to go back in the history books and look at, you know, Brendan's team that he had in 2011 with his Jimmy Graham and whatever, but you know, uh in any case best record ever to not make playoffs the dude's barely 500 what is he talking about <laughs> also what? shout out to kenny for complaining about us not putting up a podcast turns out i had posted them and they never made it to spotify for like two weeks in a row so uh sorry and thanks for no one else for pointing that out i yeah whatever i actually didn't notice <clears throat> well i mean you're the one recording it you're probably not the first one to listen to it i yeah. assume but yeah. It's just right. Tyler Clark, so, so I'm calling out you, Tyler. Second place in the other spicy division, probably going to either Anthony or Harsh, assuming Harsh wins. But if Harsh loses, there's a chance Justin could win and jump Harsh to get into that second position. Any tiebreaker that involves divisional teams, Harsh wins because Harsh went 6-0 and in the division. 
Wow. So he can't he can't lose at any of those tiebreakers. If it comes down to Harsh versus James in the three versus four uh, situation for the wild card where they're tied, um, they both have pretty close points for uh, James is 20 points up on Harsh right now. So basically the situation is if Harsh wins, he gets at least second. If he loses, he could drop as far as fourth, depending on what else happens there. Um, Justin, if he wins, he probably locks himself into the three. Unless Harsh loses, he could jump to the two. Uh, James is probably locked into the four uh, because he lost to Justin, or sorry, head-to-head won't matter, but um, uh, he's so close in points four with everybody that he'd have to like win and have everybody else lose to be able to make it up to the to the three seed. So it's probably looking like James is at the four. But one sneaky little thing that could be happening here. If you are harsh, say, Sunday night, Anthony has won, for instance, and you maybe you have somebody there on Sunday night, and you have a chance to lose to Kyle and drop to the three seed. Do you not do that on purpose so you can play either Shar, Brendan, or Dion in the first round versus having to play James in the first round? Yeah, oh, 100% you do that. I'm not touching James's team no with chance. a 10-foot pole. No chance. You don't do that. <laughs> Why? You, you are just asking to lose and look like the biggest asshole in the world if you try and pull something like that. Like, or, you just, or you just get fisted by Jonathan Taylor in the next round. Like, yeah. Exactly. He Jonathan Taylor has a bye this week. He's no back oh, rested. Eric, does he ever? Hey, oh. you're talking to the guy who got fisted by Jonathan Taylor this year, okay? <laughs> so I have some authority on the subject. And you're it's not as bad as it sounds. Why wouldn't you take the higher chance play? Or like the, like, why wouldn't you just hope that you get the better matchup? Are you talking about throwing the matchup so you would get a better matchup? Yeah. Yeah, because I would never do that on principle. Okay. It's kind of interesting because they, like, they're like they talking about that in the MLB. That's something they were talking about doing. But you get to choose the person, the team that you play. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I would just rather let the chips fall where they may as opposed to being that asshole who overthought it. And like t- Jonathan Taylor goes for 62 yards and you're like, oh, fuck me. So no, I, I would not do that. I would I would let them fall as they, as they may. I have a question. Um, James has 30 more points than Justin. So if Justin were to lose and James were to win, it's quite likely that James would overtake him for the three seed, right? Yeah, that's true. That's okay. true. I am uh, assuming that people in this division will win, but I realize Justin's playing Brandon, so it's not that crazy that Justin would lose this week. Uh, I'm also, <laughs> I also am a little bit baking in the fact that I think James will probably lose because Jonathan Taylor's on a bye. Yeah, um, yeah, fair and- enough. Uh, but yeah, you're right. You're right. If James were to win this week and um, Harsh loses and Justin wins or Justin loses, it's likely James will jump to the three seed mm-hmm. because he has a better points for than these guys. Big Benny Bowl implications on the, the match. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor's on by. Feels good. Going to do a big Benny Bowl breakdown at the end of this segment because oh, everyone beauty. wants to hear it. I also, also want to point out that uh, Mike's team currently has more points for than Kenny's team. So I don't know, just tossing that out there for for you guys to digest. Mike's team also still named Zeke's on the block. <laughs> Zeke's not on his team. Not convinced he knows how to change that. <laughs> uh, if we're pointing out points for things, I think it's also interesting that Tyler's in last place in that division and has more points for than five of seven teams in the other division. <laughs> yeah, poor Tyler. I think he had a tough, he just had a tough run in that division. Yeah. Okay, so, going to the other division, unless anybody has any more questions. 
No? Okay. Uh, Brandon has locked up first place, locked up a bye, which makes sense. He's got the second most points for in the league after Anthony. It, you know, these things tend to work themselves out, and it's nice to see that. Uh, where it comes down to second place gets very interesting because you have the perfect situation of three teams currently tied for that spot, and they all each beat one of the other teams. Oh, nice. So, Dion beat Brendan. Brendan beat Sherryar. Sherryar beat Dion. So there is also, I'll say this right at the top, a chance that all three of them lose and Kevin wins, and that creates a four-way tie for that divisional <laughs> spot. Unfortunately for Kevin, he can't win the tiebreaker in that four-way tie. Dion would win that tiebreaker. But that's just like, it would be incredibly gro gross to have a six and eight team lose into the playoffs. Uh, but it's possible. Lose um, in the playoffs. <laughs> the other scenario, if there's any way that it ends up with a three-way tie between Dion, Brendan, and Sherryar, obviously head-to-head -head doesn't solve anything because it's a deadlock. So it goes to divisional record, which Dion also wins. So Dion's got a little bit of an advantage in this situation of big ties favor Dion. The other situation, though, becomes much more interesting where only two of those teams win. So if Dion and Brendan win, Dion makes the playoffs. If Dion and Sherryar win, Sherryar makes the playoffs. <laughs> if Brendan and Sherryar both win and Dion loses, Brendan makes the playoffs. So <laughs> looking at it from a Dion perspective, if he's winning and he sees that Sherryar's winning, he has to be cheering for Brendan to also win so that it gets to a three-way tie and he makes the playoffs. But if Dion is winning and like Brendan is losing, then he's going to be cheering for Sherryar to lose. It's one of these really awkward situations where he might need Brendan to win, he might need Brendan to lose, depending on how the other things shake out. It's uh, that's awesome. It's spicy to say the least. Yeah. Um, just going to throw another little uh, thing out there for my idea that everyone should play the people that they're facing as a tiebreaker in Week 14. It would be awesome to have the tiebreaker in week 14 just be Dion, Brendan, and Sherry are playing each other this week. Most just like a like a three-way, three-way three game. Three-way play. Yeah, exactly. Would be great. In theory, if I if Dion didn't hold the tiebreaker over me, that would fuck over my opportunity to get in, though. Yeah, but I would argue that like it would what? be as if we had a 13-week regular season and it would just be it's never everyone has back. played it. Everyone has played everyone. Equal amount of times and uh, yeah, no, no, okay. Regardless, you're not making playoffs, so it doesn't matter. Fuck you, man. Neither are you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, okay any, so uh, major takeaways I, here. I was sorry. I was going to ask. So we know what Dion. If Dion wins, he's likely. Well, he needs. He needs Brendan to win as well. I see. Okay, so what does Sherryar yes. need to make playoffs? And we know what Dion needs. What does Sherryar need? Sherryar needs to win and have Brendan lose, basically. Okay, because he has, has the breakers yeah. on Dion. Yeah. Yeah, because he has a tiebreaker on Dion. And then what does Brendan uh, need? Brendan needs to win and have Dion lose. Dion's playing Kenny. Dion's playing Kenny. That's you know what? Nothing like I. <laughs> Don't feel horrible yeah, about that. Not the, the worst chance. These situations are crazy, but the funny thing to me is that one of them is going to happen, and that's even better. If you're guaranteed one of these people is going to have everything break their way, and I just, I don't know. <laughs> Who does Sherry play this week? Mike. That's tough. Mike's Mike, team is not bad. Mike has been doing some upsetting. Yeah. Right, right Tony? Uh, yeah, I mean, he... 
dropped a serious load on my team in whatever <laughs> week that was. Unbelievable. Sorry, I just, I just want to say it's incredibly impressive that James has made this run to get back to the playoffs. Like that, that's nuts. That of talking about first time in our league, that's probably never happened. What did he start? What was his record? He won that... seven in a row. He was one and five, wasn't he? He yeah, he was. I think he was zero and four. And then he won one, lost one, and then ripped off seven in a row. Um, but also speaking of teams that uh made serious comebacks to make the playoffs i have been asked uh by one of our team members to play some audio for you fellas here on the podcast or by one of our league members so just everybody uh tune in here is this a four yeah it's four losses in a row for yeah, Harsh, can we all yeah. just take a minute to appreciate how rough harsh has had it in the last four weeks it's been a great depression that has been it's- been tough it's uh, I feel bad for the guy. He's got a good team. They got decimated by industry injuries and then just got unlucky too. CMC he's, done. Back. he's done though. He's toast. Like he's not sniffing the playoffs. Oh. And I think <laughs> Is that that's, what I like? that's good. All right. Oh. That's good. So uh, oh, that's that was... why he's, I get it. He's now he's sniffing playoffs. Got yeah, it. He's changed his team name to sniffing playoffs. He's Clever. Now, uh, that was going into week 10. And uh, I actually, I have Harsh on the line here, actually, for an exclusive interview with the SSFL podcast. Um, Harsh, uh, thanks for joining us. How did, when you heard that in week 10, how would you say that that made you feel? That's all I needed. That's all I needed for him to do that. And it it became personal with me. Wow, that's a, and Harsh is gone. That's all he had to say, but. uh, Wow, (laughs) real real mic drop moment. Good for him. I was looking forward to beating Anthony this week, but I think Rogers is probably seeing the bench now. So. <laughs> oh, damn. I love that. Let's do it. Oh, good for him. He's right. At first, I thought I thought it was going in the right way. I thought that was me being all nice about it. I was like, oh, someone's going to be wrong. I was like, oh, that's me. Wow. That's awesome. Thanks for pulling that up, Eric. That was a good laugh. I actually, that actually was harsh. Like he sent me both of those clips and wanted me to play them. That wasn't just uh, <laughs> okay. that's amazing. Yeah. I actually thought I was dead for playoffs and just had the sweaty spaghetti name because I thought it was funny. But now I'm actually like I'm sweaty again. This is this is interesting. Sorry, say that again for uh, um, Brendan needs to win and have Dion. Dion plays. Plays. I have breakers okay. on Shar, but not Dion. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do either of you have any games playing or any players playing right now in the Thursday night game? No, I don't. Kevin popped in the Steelers defense last minute. That's very interesting. Okay. Sorry, I guess we all just went to check the Thursday night score and just uh, stopped. Yeah, sorry. I I have it on uh, Dazen on my other monitor here. So I was just curious. Um, Yeah. Anyway. Mm -hmm. How much do you trust Kirk? About as far as I can throw him. Farther than he I, can. I, I don't know. Why do I have to I trust? Oh, I guess like it's the Steelers defense. I don't know. He's already thrown two passes to Justin Jefferson. I don't like that because I want Harsh to lose. So, like You just got to take care of your business and not uh, scoreboard watch here. Yeah. Harsh is probably going to win. Business, though. We're literally previewing the matchups and they're unfolding live. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. Um, is there anything else spicy about the playoffs? 
I guess. We will have to manually put in the seeds. Is that correct? Because Sleeper doesn't do it properly. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's been that way every year. We have to like manually do the toilet bowl and manually do the seeds. No, the consolation bracket, I think we just let run. That's fine because whatever. Um, but the other one, because it doesn't, for the way it's set up right now, I think it's just top in each division and then the rest are wild cards and um that's not how we want to do it so i think we have to manually do it and then we probably have to calculate like actual seeds like who is one two three four five six yeah but it's I'm it's like sure. there's uh it's in the doc it's like the first seed is the best of like the mm -hmm. top of either division and then second seed is the other first division mm -hmm. and then it's the mm -hmm. same for three and four Right, right. In the and um, the type. Well, I guess there probably wouldn't be a tiebreaker because the records are mm -hmm. um, going to be different. So yeah, that's one, two, three, four, and then five, six are just determined. Okay, actually, it's not that bad. Never mind. Thankfully, one division's much shittier than the other, so it makes it easy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so should we go um, go through rivalry week matchups? You got anything anything else to cover? Any like rust watch, Kevin? No, is anyone gonna point out that I finally have the most points uh, against this season, or are you guys gonna make me do it myself? Because oh good. I mean not it sucks. No, I knew it was coming. Actually, didn't think uh... it, didn't think it was my year. <laughs> well, everybody has their year. I guess except you. Thanks. Every man. other founding SSFL member. This is true. All right, happy to be involved. All right, let's go through these matchups. Um, starting off as always with myself, myself versus James. Um, I'm feeling great. Jonathan <laughs> Taylor is on by. That's all. Just that's it. I'd feel up. pretty good if I were you too. Yep. Uh, I'm not feeling great about the number of cues in my lineup, <laughs> but you know, what can you do? I guess James has Deontay Johnson playing right now in the, in the Thursday nighter. So you get a little bit more insight into how your matchup's going to shake out there. Um, yeah. I mean, James's team is just still really good. Antonio Gibson is having like a really solid kind of second half. Um, obviously Elijah Mitchell has been decent. Um, so yeah. I, and, and it, Honestly, like I think the Patrick Mahomes thing is the most curious, one of the most curious storylines of the entire season in terms of um, fantasy football. Um, I don't really know what to make of it, to be honest. It's definitely stressful. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's been a wild ride. I thought he was back, and then he kind of was back, and then he wasn't, and it's just been it's been tough. But I have faith. Um, Las Vegas. I don't know. I'm not worried. I believe. I think you should be a, a tiny bit worried. Like I'm a tiny bit worried. I'm lying. I still, I still look at this matchup and kind of like James because his running backs are so good, and Deontay Johnson is really good, and Hunter Renfro is fine. Um, T.J. Hawkinson is an absolute coin flip of like, is he going to score ten points or is he going to score zero points? So I'm, de I'm definitely hurting. Like my, I, I don't feel good about anything under my running back column. There's a real chance. Two Bengals wide receivers. So sorry, Kevin. Who else am I gonna start? 
there, there's a real chance Elijah Mitchell doesn't play though. And yep, then that, that's true. that drastically cuts down the running backs. And even Very if he true. does play, there's a real chance he's uh, limited in, in some respect. Who's his backup receiver? Like <laughs> AP? <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. AP scored last week. The battle of the backup Titans <laughs> on both sides here. Um, if I think Deontay, Deontay Johnson is actually huge this week for the matchup. Because he's the only person who's done pretty much anything other than Najee on the uh, the offense for that team, and if he doesn't do much, I just don't really see too many big scores on James' side this week myself. So I'd feel pretty good if I were you, Brendan. Cautiously think, optimistic. Yeah, I mean, I think in a uh, like a need to win in order to get in situation, you can't be unhappy with what you're facing right now with Jonathan Taylor on by and a banged up Elijah Mitchell. You can't ask for much more. So. You know, you got players got to play, big dogs got to eat and uh, see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I think um, before I realized Jonathan Taylor was on by, I had kind of just like, you know, accepted my fate and I'm like still riding that high of like, you know, so you're saying there's a chance. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'll cross my fingers. I'll do my prayers to the fantasy gods that exist and that Tony's wrong about and um, we'll see how it shakes out. Okay, um, we should I jump mean, to Sherry R's game and Dion's game right after that. Are we are we doing predictions play. still? Sure, I'm taking myself. I predict, <laughs> I predict that James will win. I'm taking Brendan because that's fun for the tiebreakers. I'm taking Brendan because I think he's actually going to win. Uh, I'll take him any way I can get him. So uh, sure. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Shar against um, Marco Tool. Um. Any big buys? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Shar's going to win. Like, you guys realize he's going to figure out a way to get into the playoffs here. If it were, like, Mike has also been doing his fair share of just, like, oops, I win. And, like, his team has been performing. Yeah, he just can't do anything with it. Like, with Sherry, R, there's, like, an end goal to it. And it's going to happen. Like, I don't I don't know what the odds are on the Sherry R. 30%. Prospect, but uh, whatever it is, I would absolutely hammer it. I'm going to take Mike in this one. I, I That trade we made actually, I think has worked out really good. Obviously Fournette's been a beast. Like in hindsight, I, I don't regret the trade. I don't know if that's sustainable through the playoffs, but it's definitely helping Mike a lot. Um, and Josh Jacobs has been solid and just a weird weather game for his like bill stack last week. Otherwise he would have beat harsh quite easily. Um, yeah. Like Mike, Mike's team's good. Uh, I think it's better than Char's. I think he wins. Heard he won the biggest trade of the year by a lot. That's what I heard. It was reported by who? Ode bomb. That sounds like some Canucks uh, journalism reporting right there. Rift in the <laughs> locker room. Uh, I, I'm gonna go Mike as well. Uh, I just like the look of his team, and you know, if there's anyone that would sneak it out, it's Char. But I'm just not excited looking at his team. Um, <clears throat> I'm definitely going with Sherryar because his Lamar Jackson is due for a massive game in Cleveland, who's kind of demonstrated that they sort of stink and Baltimore needs to make a statement. I also think Stefan Diggs against Tampa, and maybe I'm out to date on this info, but I don't think they have anyone playing cornerback uh, <laughs> right now. Weird. They just run nine guys out there. Um, <laughs> but I, I do think those two guys can go up. This is, I don't know. And, and, I don't know, Beckham scored a touchdown on me and they're clearly trying to get him involved. So 
if those three guys ball out, it's happening. Fuck you, Mike. Go Sherry R. Why is Shaw, why is Shar got Carlos Hyde's name is Mark Ingram? Dude, it confused me so much when I opened that up. I, I don't quite understand it. So that's a mystery. Maybe uh Shar, if you know what's going on, if you're listening, call in and explain that to me. Uh yeah, okay. Um I'm taking Mike. We're all good. Eric. Are you I think trying it's to just like yourself? because Mark Ingram got COVID and can't be in his lineup, and so he's just replaced him with the most Mark Ingram-looking person he could find or something? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm not touching that one. Okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> who's Dion playing? Dion's playing Kenny uh, in a clean 48-52 split. Uh, what's happening with Joe Mixon? Kind of popped up on the injury report. I, I don't know. A non-COVID-19 related illness. Hmm. The, the, the title is just no sign of Joe Mixon Thursday. So like, what but does that just, mean? Like, had diarrhea, not feel, felt like going yeah. to practice, right? Like, I don't know. That doesn't yeah, worry me. Um, and Tony, Tony Pollard also has like a weird injury. Um, so Being on the Cowboys? Yeah, yeah. So he has a, he's a it's game not just time a weird decision. injury. He has a torn ligament in his foot. Like that doesn't seem like game time decision to me. That seems like yeah, but it's it, with this injury. I was reading about it. It's better to tear it completely than it is to just like partially strain it. Or but is that because they can just it. go in and glue it back on, and you're out for a couple of weeks? It's because like you don't really need it, and so like when it's partially like torn, I guess it hurts a lot. But if it's just torn, then you're not like tugging on it and so maybe it's just okay i don't know it's weird man it's weird fully Um, torn plantar fascia not the same thing as a list frank surgery no isn't that what that is no No. list frank is like the like the bones okay the plantar fascia is like the there's like a tendon in the bottom of your foot Mm -hmm. it's that thing that hurts when i run Um, yeah probably yeah but yeah, that's. I mean, those those are his two running backs, right? It's not not great to have both of those guys as weird game time decisions. He also is starting Christian Kirk at wide receiver. I'm pretty sure Christian Kirk has been added and dropped by every team in our league. At this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I know I had him for a couple of weeks. He looked real good. I was like, nice depth piece, and then I was like, nope. <laughs> Yeah, that is that is not the kind I look at his scoreline through the season and like this is the exact kind of thing I want no part of. 21, 8, 13, 1, 7, 16, <laughs> 13, 6, 13. Actually, he had a couple good weeks there, but like ugh. um I mean, I'm going Kenny here because I need to keep my own dream alive. I think Kenny just probably but like has a better chance to win right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think his team's probably a little bit better. So like, I'll pick Kenny. I mean, realistically, like Dion's got Tyreek Hill, who I don't really have faith in Mahomes to, you know, pass to him effectively. Like I would smash the under on his uh, score projection, seventeen and a half. Yeah, probably, but he's also capable of just exploding any given week, so I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, easily. I don't bet against Tyreek Hill. Fair enough. Uh, I'm going Kenny. Tony's going Kenny. Kevin? 
I'm going to go Dion. It's funny you guys mentioned um, Christian Kirk because I was the last person to own him before Dion, and I will wager that he goes for two touchdowns on Monday night because that's just how it goes. Um, <clears throat> I do think the Tony Pollard thing's interesting, um, but I'm going to go with Dion because I swear to God, it always seems to work out, and then he'll have something to hang uh, over my head for a while. Eric? Uh I'm going to go Kenny, and for two reasons, looking just at quarterback. Matt Stafford's playing Arizona, which is supposed to be a tough matchup, but he played pretty well against Arizona last time, but they lost that game. And this is kind of like a make-or-break situation here for the L.A. Rams, where if they lose this game, Arizona basically clinches the division, and it ends Matt Stafford's you know chances of ever being seen as a top-tier quarterback in his life. So uh, I feel like they're going to pull one out. And then also... Washington has been super hot, and I actually think Washington is going to host Dallas this weekend and win, and Dak Prescott's going to have a bad game. So uh, that's why I'm taking Kenny. I also just think it would be extra devastating for Dion to watch the Cowboys lose to Washington and miss the playoffs, and I would love that because <laughs> of all of the beers he has on the line. <laughs> yes, there are there are a number of beers on the line as well. Um, yeah. Are there any... Have you guys listened to last week's pod yet? Listen to literally the first five minutes. Yeah. That's all you need. The rest of it, whatever. That's not the first five very minutes. good promotion for our own podcast, Brendan. I mean, we can just recap it here too. Dion uh, owes me a shotgun for losing to me last weekend. And then nice. he will, he's so, con- he was so convinced the Cowboys would make the Super Bowl this year that he gave us like five to two odds that the Cowboys would make the Super Bowl in terms of shotguns. So if the Cowboys make the Super Bowl, I have to shotgun two beers. If they don't make the Super Bowl, Dion has to shotgun five beers. So, well, I would like to put it out there: if Dion Lane makes the oh, finals, if he wins this week, he's going to make the finals, and all thirteen people are going to have to shotgun. And if he loses this week, he will shotgun at the end of week whatever we're at. Just so like... yeah, actually, he owes two shotguns for last week. I forgot about that. Plus. The extra 10 he will soon own when the Cowboys don't make the, the Super extra Bowl. 10. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. How drunk was Dion when he said, said that? Yeah. Uh, slightly less than Justin. That's all. I have to say. <laughs> yeah. Justin told me he had a, he had a rough morning. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a morning. I don't think he saw, I don't think he saw a clock. <laughs> Yeah, they definitely um, pre-gamed the hardest. I'll tell them, I'll give them that award. Not true. Lindsey Botts was there. True. We could cover all that later. That's after show material. OnlyFans.com slash this is the same thing. All right. (laughs) Yeah, you gotta gotta make the plug. Um, All right, let's just go down the list. Eric and Tyler. Uh, Big Benny Bowl implications. I think Tyler is actually, might be the sleeper Benny Bowl champion here. Wait, has... What is? How do you determine Benny Bowl? So Benny Bowl is just records of games between the four of us, Tyler, James, Brendan, and I. Mm-hmm. So if I have everything correct, I'm one and two. Brendan is one and two. I think I'm two, two and one. one. Yeah, two and one. Tyler is one and two, and James is two and one, I think. So I think okay. you and James are kind of just playing for the championship this weekend. Ooh, James currently think... in possession of the Benny Bowl. Uh, I right. lost last year. But we had talked briefly, Brendan and I, about doing, uh, like, to make it even, we would just have a four-way matchup this weekend where everybody plays everybody. 
So then it's like everyone played everybody twice type situation because the schedule doesn't allow for it. If that was the case, then all of us are still in it, but we got to get that passed through the, uh, through the um, committee bylaws first. So, <laughs> you know, I feel like if I'm James, I'm just going to hammer that no, because he's got Jonathan Taylor on a bye for this weekend and suck to play three, ma- three matchups at the same time with that situation. But anyway. Um, so Eric uh how's russ gonna do it is this gonna be the second coming for real this time sure <laughs> new new um info on russ he wants to now remain in seattle oh i thought I he would... you saw that was that was that the headline or did it read i want to finish out i will finish out my contract because... yeah that's what it was actually the quote oh, yeah. that's, that's but the then he followed like, that up with man. i love this place i love this place oh yeah that's a hundred percent that's pr spin 100 yeah. i will finish out this contract that means bitch i ain't restructuring you're paying me everything i don't care yeah. where i'm playing and it's gonna and be i'm sure he said go hawks after all that too but go hawks mm-hmm. Can't wait for the blooper where he throws like uh, like a game winning uh, touchdown to Jerry Judy next year, and then in the post game interview he says "Go Hawks" as he tries to run off. <laughs> uh, Eric, talk to me. What's your uh, path to victory here? Um, Tyler not starting a tight end would be helpful. Um, <laughs> Amari Cooper has to outduel CD Lamb for probably like the second time this year. The only other time was Week One against Tyler be kind of funny if that happened for the second time uh and uh i don't know the jets have to give the ball to ty johnson once in a while because i don't have any other running backs it's a it's a tough stitch you feeling good uh i don't know probably have like 50 50 odds here yeah um, javante williams is awesome like especially with um gordon out there was a the fantasy footballers like three or four weeks ago we're talking about like Go get Javante Williams. All his playoff matchups are amazing. And Melvin Gordon is a glass cannon and will break down. And then you'll have a top five running back. And it looks like that's happening. So good for Tyler. Um, I'm just going, going Eric here. I feel like Russell Wilson's got to have a game. As much as we meme on him, he's got to have a good game. And he's playing Houston. I agree. I think that's exactly my reasoning. If there's ever a get right game, it's throw the ball to DK like 15 times against Houston. And there's never a better time for it to happen for you, Eric, or for Russ. So I'm rooting, I'm rooting for you this week. I mean, I would argue a better time would have been like week six. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll still take it now. Um, Also uh, Tyler hasn't moved Kamara into his lineup yet. And Kamara's probably going to play this week. So just so you know, that'll change things a bit. Okay, moving on. We've got the Murray Bowl. Um, currently pretty lopsided. Brandon... 10 15 a.m. kickoffs. What? Oh, I get it. Murray Bowl. They're always Because they're always late. We got a Kirk Cousins versus Dalvin Cook Thursday nighter. Um, that's interesting. That's why the percentages are so cute, skewed because um, just the projections are all wonky right now. But um, yeah, I mean, Brandon's team is is quite. I mean, he's on a six winning streak. I didn't realize that actually. I was so focused on James's seven, but six wins in a row. James Connor is 
doing it somehow. Um, and Gronk's back, so yeah, I don't know. Kind of like uh, kind of like Brandon's team. I do too. Even even with Kirk Cousins at the helm, like it feels feels positive. Oh yeah, and he's got uh, Debo. I was like, he, he's missing someone. For Debo was hurt, and he's still hurt. That's kind of a blow, but I mean, he's gonna get a a nice buy and good time for Debo to get hurt, I suppose. I do think uh, Jay has the Brady throwing a Gronk um, weirdness going on. That's true. Um, Gronk has been lighting up, but it does offset that if you're like you know giving Jay points every time that happens as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it used to be more of an issue when quarterbacks only got four points for the passing touchdown, but now it's basically a wash, especially for tight ends because they're usually short yardage, so you don't get the like yardage mismatch. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I think I'm going Brandon. I'd like the look of his team. I mean, he's on a like big win streak. Means he's due for a loss. Is that how that works? What was that, Kevin? I said you'd know to Anthony. win streak with a loss um i don't know i'm actually having a hard time with this because i can see this one being really close mm-hmm. make an argument for either of them um i'm gonna vote for justin uh because i hope that george kittle is actually back and has a big like a really big week because that guy is so much fun to watch play football he is yeah this this should be a good matchup it really does feel like that also, it's a very like big contrast looking at Justin's running backs, at least like only on their name compared to the last couple of matchups we've been looking at, like Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb. Those are those are like actual running backs. It's pretty <laughs> must be nice. Uh, uh, to give Tyler some credit, he's going to have Alvin Kamara, Javante Williams. That's pretty darn good too. But uh, you're right. Both of these guys, both of these teams have like legitimate running backs you can count on week in week out which is nice i imagine um <laughs> They're both justin has elijah moore uh who's been pretty fun to watch the last few weeks and uh, i'm taking justin also here okay um moving on we've got kyle dead team walking projected for 54 points against harsh uh kyle also with jalen hurts still in his lineup and um the Miami Dolphins on bye. Um, so I guess Anthony's, start... Anthony's lobbying hasn't been super effective yet. No, no. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know what else to say. Kyle's team is not good right now. Um, <laughs> but, um, Yeah. I, I feel like there's not really much to make break down here. Like it may be harsh, like his entire team like is on the same plane and it like flies into a mountain or something. But I think short of that. I mean, um, really yeah. I like Madison needs to like vulture a touchdown. Um, Jefferson needs to have a down game. And then obviously Kyle needs to play quarterback. Uh, Swift's not gonna play. Maybe Sammy Watkins does what does one of those things where he has like you know like 120 and two touchdowns like once every 18 games and and that's it. But I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel like there's not much to break down there. Um, nope. Everyone take it harsh. Yep. Yep. All right. So. Last and 
at least spiciest in podcast equity. We've got Kevin and Tony. Um, currently, both with players playing. Uh, mm -hmm. Kevin with the last minute pickup of the Pittsburgh, and um, Tony with Najee Harris. Uh, Kevin with a commanding lead right now. Commanding to zero point five. Um, all right, Tony, put on put on your best wrestling villain mask. Tell me all the ways you're going to beat Kevin. Um, oh, where do I begin? I mean, it's just a superior roster all around. You look at quarterback. Um, I obviously have the advantage there. Kyler Murray's back, baby. Um, you got running backs. Uh, absolutely. I mean, this is the biggest mismatch of the, I think, probably of any positional group possible. Um, and so that, that obviously is nice. He's got uh keenan allen has covid that sucks um Devontae adams is hurt rogers is hurt um he's starting a foster a foster moreau um that's kind of interesting uh i mean yeah and then you just plug in in russell gage you just uh, that's just desperation at that point um so i don't know what to say I, i'm feeling really confident and uh vikings just scored so um sucks for the steelers defense I gotta say, Kevin definitely has you beat in funny player names. Toe Montana, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's good. True. Don't call me Xbox. Yep. Um, Ooh, Justin Jefferson with the touchdown. Yep. Rush takes a, a further lead. Mm. There Just goes my prediction <laughs> or my win condition for Kyle. <laughs> um, what is is Rogers playing? No. What He's playing. Him? He's got a broken toe. He had it last week too, and he still fucking balled out. Okay. The same thing. I'm just, I'm just saying, you don't have to get all defensive, Kevin, with about your I man. Do, actually, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, Anthony's Anthony at this point for sure has a way better team. Uh, especially the Tony Pollard thing doesn't ha uh, help. Najee's not having the greatest day, but now that I said that, he'll get two touchdowns. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like my only chance at winning is Aaron Rodgers and Adams going off, and. The, the only other thing I will say is you put a little bit of respect on Russell, 15 points plus the last two weeks, Gage's name, all right? Don't you, don't you no, I won't. I won't because he's been like a thing for like the last three years. Everyone thinks he's like sneaky good and he's just not good. So, Well, in the last three years, I think I've played him for two weeks. Anybody got like 16 points both times, so. Okay. Well, Brandon Ayuk has had uh, two games this year of that many points, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't get too hoity-toity about it. Great point. Great point. Um, Kevin, who are you slotting in if um, Keenan Allen doesn't test negative before Sunday? Oh, Keenan will, because if he doesn't, I mean, it doesn't really matter anyways. Um, <laughs> Allen Robinson, because it may as well swing for the fences. Right. Respect that. Isn't, isn't he Keenan also Allen hurt? Had a... Sorry, yeah, he no, yeah. Robinson's going to play. Sorry, go ahead about Keenan Allen. He's had just like a sneaky great season, and I had no idea. I looked he at the other day, it. and he's just had... Like, he just has 10 points a week every single week. And yeah, I just was remembering, like, early in the year when Mike Williams was getting all the love, thinking, oh, I don't know what's going on. And then Keenan Allen has just, like, been, you know, steady Eddie the rest of the season. He's, yeah, he's so consistent. He's so good. He's so good. Yeah, he just he just gets – Herbert uses him kind of like a tight end, which that doesn't really make sense because they use George, uh, Jared Cook a lot now. But I love watching that guy play because they, they're going to throw it to him eight to ten times a game and – not the deepest ones, but you know, 
did you guys there was a deep dive on the internet and if you guys didn't see this you guys are not going to get it but it was uh it was about keenan allen with sleeves and without sleeves like the differences like it, it was the first half of the season and then the second half as it got colder it was like significant spike in touchdown receptions but everything else stayed uh, consistent that's my kind of stats it's about <laughs> yeah, as good I love as the, the like Carson Wentz with the camo sleeve versus Carson Wentz without the camo sleeve when he was in Philly. Oh, um, minus one points for uh, Dion's kicker. That's interesting. Oh, also missed. huge for Kevin's defense because the missed extra point means an extra four points on the... Uh... Yeah, for now. Six for points now. allowed, baby. All right. <laughs> uh, let's call it there. We got a big podcast next week come back for uh we're gonna break down the playoff playoffs i think we're gonna do some uh brackets of our own and mm. uh, maybe some toilet bowl prospects if we get that far um or we could just say kyle and you know move on uh but thanks for coming out and we'll sure, see you kyle next week. will set a lineup once pron leaves involved he's just like <laughs> he's resting his guys <laughs>